0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America
1: and a member FDIC.
0: We haven't seen fights like this in a while, but this one was different because we got two big men, two heavyweights going at it. Two heavyweights going at it, that was, you know, that was
1: something to see, but it was good for the NBA.
0: The big girls
1: love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody.
0: Man, I tell you, Max. Between social media and the way uh, sports analysts have been have been reacting to this Joel and B. Carl Anthony Towns fight, man, it, it got me thinking. It's been a aside from about a year ago with the Ray John Rondo situation, mm-hmm. and Chris Paul. We haven't seen fights like this in a while, but this one. When, was different because we got two big men, two heavyweights going at it. Two heavyweights
1: going at it. That was, you know, that was something to see. But this is where I'm going to be different. And, you know, this will be good for you and me. It was good for the NBA. That <laughs> kind think? of stuff is good. You need drama. You, you, you need so? a little fight. Yeah. It, it, nobody got... Really hurt yeah, somebody's
0: feelings. Got hurt. It's good in the sense because this whole like everybody's friends with everybody, everybody, everybody hang right, out with everybody on right. the um, every, every off season. It, yeah, there needs true.
1: to be, to me, in this league, there needs to be a little bit more animosity. Yeah, I yeah. like the fact that you got guys who yeah. don't like each other. I want to see more battles. I, I like yeah. that. That is right. that's a that's a that those are shows that you used to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. That's what power is about, right? There, right, you right. know, like you, I don't like you. You don't like me. <laughs> yeah, there's an underlying, there's an undertone which is there. That you going? Wow, you know what's going to happen next? Right. Let me find and, out. You watch Power? I don't. Know you watch Power? No, I don't. I'm oh, just talking okay. about. No, right. I don't. We can have a whole other podcast. No, like that. that wouldn't be me. It's not them. Ghosts and whoever else. <laughs> Ghost there. and I, Tommy. I don't they're need. They're going me. at it. Yeah, but no, I, I think that those things do happen. And uh, I think bigger than that, everybody. Somebody was. I think Sean Grandy, my broadcast partner, was asking me the question the other day. He said, because now they've gone into this whole realm social media mm. and they're going back and forth with e- each other yeah. and you told me you saw them that where you know, he has a crying face with you know he called Anthony Towns post no, to you the know, crying face
0: is <laughs> even like the the, the the Jordan crying face yeah. you know, this is the Joel and B crying yeah, face, face. why well, Leonard just knocked me out the playoffs crying face yeah. like, oh that's cold yeah and, but but that's good yeah, it's good in yeah, but,
1: but what Sean was saying to me was at what point does the commissioner step in and say okay that's enough and social media are you allowed to keep going back and forth on social media? Absolutely. Okay, well, that's it's enough. It's not getting personal. Okay. No, we're talking well, about each other's nah, families and each other's nah, kids. They're, they're, they're no, they're getting personal. Well, they're, they're getting they're, personal. They're, they're, they're getting not, over the line. But, I mean, I just think that there's a certain point in that where you look at it and go, okay, I would rather for you know what old school, what we used to do. You had a fight. After the fight. That's it. You shook hands. That's it. Yeah. I showed you I was a man. You showed me you were a man. We're done here, right. okay? There, there's going to be a respect. There's gonna be a, uh, there's gonna be a war, but there's gonna be a respect. Right now, what you're seeing is like it's like it's like now it's a cat fight. Mm-hmm. Whing, whing. <laughs>
0: Everybody, you know, like, just getting a little girly it's like seriously, seriously, like a little sassy now. Seriously, you guys like,
1: like we got two grown men yeah. who are probably seven foot two eighty, and they're going like cats at right, each other. Right. That to
0: me, there's a there's a point of uh, no return, and, and that's the that's the point where I think we've gotten. What did you think about Joel and B's initial reaction? Because I thought it was hilarious, and I, I I thought it was hilarious in the sense that he was so hyped up about getting Joel his to someone Embiid, and he would get the crowd out. this is your Embiid about. has
1: always been theater and he's coming to the league from the, the first time he didn't play the year he didn't play he right. was talking noise yeah, this right. is what I'm gonna do this is what I'm gonna do and he's he's done that you know he's backed it up, he backed it up. He's, a, he's a great player but I think there's a lot of theater in him, too. I thought he would he, get an extra know, game just man, for acting like that. And I, You know what? And that was the thing, you know, pumping his fist and throwing the like – like, like a boxer. Like a like boxer and all that all stuff. All he needed
0: was the hoodie. That's all what he was you doing. He was do, up. Okay, dude, y'all
1: want to go like that? Let me outside meet outside meet we, we, you meet me outside they ain't about and
0: that And just, just me and you that, they ain't about that life.
1: that's the story yeah, right they, now they're, they're
0: gonna go and get the Twitter, Twitter fingers going
1: that's, that's the story, the story. Yeah. and and it was uh, I think one of those things happened with Ben Simmons last year and, <laughs> wait, uh, go, no, wait. let's yeah. talk about Ben Simmons yeah. real quick yeah. no and, yeah <laughs> how, okay. did he,
0: how did he escape not getting at least one game <laughs> One game suspension for that chokehold move he did, man. He got my guy to tap.
1: Yeah, he got him to tap <laughs> out. Tap I'm out. like, uh, I'm not sure what you, if you look at the video, it wasn't like he was pulling the guy off. It's like he was like putting pressure on his neck and the dude was like, I'm good here. I'm I'm so good. You got me, you got
0: me. I'm
1: good. I mean, but it was like, like Ben Simmons and Kyle Lowry last year. They had something very very similar. <laughs> Kyle Lowry plays for the Raptors. Ben Simmons, they were both talking noise. Right. And they both got thrown out of the game. Somebody elbowed somebody, somebody pushed somebody. And Ben Simmons said, meet me outside. He don't know Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ran out to the other side. Yeah, they had to hold him back. There's some dudes you don't do that yeah, to. You know. I talked to Kyle Lowry about that. And I, I just laughed. I said, dude, that's the funniest thing I said. I said, dude told you, meet you outside. And you go, okay. <laughs> i see you. I'll see you out there in the middle. So it's, it's kind of crazy. I think about what goes on. Uh, but, uh, you know, fighting, you know, and, you know, there are turns of fighting. Uh, you know, the, the the one series fight during my era happened to almost kill Rudy Tomjanovich. Mm, yeah. uh, Rudy Tomjanovich, if you hadn't read this or seen this, this is probably one of the, the most graphic things that happened. Rudy Tomjanovich was coming to break up a fight. It was the Lakers and Houston Rockets. And he runs over, and Kermit Washington was in this melee, and he just saw Rudy turning, coming towards him. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he turned around. And Kermit was, at that time, guys weren't big. Kermit was 255, two 260. He was Carl Malone before Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. And he turned around in just full-blown stride, hit Rudy so hard. Everybody in the arena said they thought it was a melon which had hit the ground. Wow. That was the sound that it made, like almost wow. like a gun going off. And uh, Rudy Tomjanovich goes down in a heap, and the the punch almost killed him. It broke a lot of bones in his face. There was one point where Rudy, uh, you know, was trying to recover, and he said he kept tasting what was metal, what he thought mm-hmm. was mellow, And he said, actually, it was spinal fluid, which was leaking into his throat. Wow. He got hit that hard by by uh, Kermit, so there's some fights, yeah. and then there's some fights, yeah. <laughs> and a, a fight. that wasn't even a fight. That was just more like a just a devastating punch to a guy. So, yeah. I've I've been there
0: when the. Um, well, I was gonna say when you when you said uh, meet mm-hmm. me outside or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I thought of I instantly thought of. Um, what was it? Uh, Doug Christie. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Doug Christie. Yeah, and, Doug uh, Christie. And uh, who, Rick, Rick Fox. Rick Fox. Fox. They both got tossed. Two pretty looked, boys. They both looked at each other like, I'll see you back there. I'll yeah, see you yeah, back there. Yeah. And, and the wife came back, though, the, the pocket. The game resumes. And then you got this. This is, this is the <laughs> best part, in my opinion. The way the camera guy was all over. It was like WWE, man. Yeah, The, guy, yeah, the yeah, camera yeah. guy in the back. Like, I got the feed. <laughs> I got the feed. And they went right to him. And he had pretty much the best angle you could have got. He was in there, man. Yeah. He did his job that day but, that was insane. Like you would think, once it's, when both sides are separated, everyone talks their shit. Everyone's like, "All right, I got everything off my chest. I want to say to the guy." You think it's all cool right there? Like it cooled off. No, no, I'm not done with you yet. Yeah, they both agreed and yeah. they went out of here in a to, preseason game. And
1: yeah. that to me is like, like, like the best kind. Yeah, you know, I had one of those things where it was myself. It was Moses Malone, and and I want to say at that time it was. Um, It was a Celtic guard, I mean, not a Celtic guard, excuse me. Uh, It was a a Philadelphia guard, and they both were down at the court with me on, on one end. I grabbed a rebound from Moses, and he pushed me, and I just hit him with the ball. And then he grabbed me, and I'm trying to hold him up. At that time, I, I was doing, it. and then Andrew Tony came and he grabbed me, and I just fell down in the, the pile, and they were all on top of me. And the, the the craziest thing I always remember about this fight was what Moses was doing. He was squeezing me. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you doing? Yeah, like a python. Like a python. Like. I was like, what? <laughs> Like, he, he just kept squeezing me harder and harder I got up and now was just like in tears I was laughing so hard I couldn't even I, I couldn't even think about fighting because I was like what was this dude doing God bless you Moses rest in peace right now but uh oh that was just the funniest thing and that was I want say that was a preseason game so Damn. you know but there was you know you have blood Bad blood between teams sometimes, and I, and I think that's it. You know, Lakers, Celtics, uh, Lakers, uh, Celtics, Philly. Those are those are bad blood moments right. that you you think about. You don't think about bl- bad blood moments. Minnesota and Philly. No, that's not
0: a bad that. blood You're moment. Right. So, but a bad I, blood moment last year though, and it was almost to the day, uh, like the the year uh, one year removed between Radar Rondo and Chris Paul. That thing was brewing for at least a decade. Yeah, that was
1: bad blood, and that was brewing long ago. Uh, and I had been a witness of that when Chris Paul was with New Orleans, and Rondo was with the Celtics. After the Celtics won the championship, we were playing a game in New Orleans, and Chris Paul was kind of getting the better of Rondo, mm-hmm. you know, backing off of him, making him be a non-shooter, and all yeah. that. Well. And Chris Paul started talking a little noise. And then, you know, like, you know, go get you a jump shot, and then you might get paid. You know, that kind of thing. You can, It's hard to – and guys who are prideful, you can't say that to him. Right. So after the game, Chris Paul came up, and he wanted to shake KG's hand. After the game, Rondo just came down there, whacked his hand. Up. That punk that punk right there, you know, no, he, he ain't even shaking his damn hand. And then they kind of just squared up there, and they pulled Rondo away. And so the rest went from there, and uh, you know, to to Rondo, you know, kind of sneakily spitting in Chris Paul's face. Mm-hmm. That to me is by as by only I think Bill Romanowski, who played with um, Denver at one time, I saw him in a in a game and showed him literally take his mouthpiece off and spit on another man's face. That to me is just as by as low as you can go. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Yeah. So when they when when so that the, was my mistake. No, I don't know about that. Rondo no did mistake. on purpose. Not, not if Chris Paul was a guy. Was yeah. Chris Paul a guy? No, it wasn't a mistake. It's you know when you get fired up, you somebody, was, just no, wasn't up. there was there was no no mistake like that. It was like, like I, I gotta watch you again. Yeah, so no, that was uh, that it's was nice. that was deliberate and on purpose. That was a message sent, and Chris Paul received the message, <laughs> and Rondo received a punch, and then they both kind of squared up. Now those two guys, I would love to see them fight. Because that would be a good one. I think that they would, you know, like these other guys now squeezing and, hold, you know, yeah. wrestling. Yeah. They would be going like, you know, death blows, trying to knock knock the other person yeah, out. Yeah, and yeah. once they knocked the person out, they would make sure they stood over the person and said, I That's told your ass, don't you ever do that shit <laughs> to me again. So Riley got I, one
0: in, too, though. Yeah, one, he got
1: one, yeah, he got one in. But, yeah. uh, but it's just like those two guys, I think, would go at it.
0: Who were who some of the toughest guys you, you played against or some of the toughest guys throughout your era that you thought was like, hey, man, that dude, that's the one guy you don't want to mess with? Certain guys you didn't. Maurice
1: Lucas had a reputation to that, fighting Daryl Dawkins. Those two guys went at it one time. Um, uh, the guy that everybody talked about was Lonnie Shelton. And Lonnie Shelton, I had made a joke one time. Lonnie was a little heavy, and there was a guy named uh, Mel Turpin. Both those guys were heavy. Well, I came back to the Celtics and just signed my contract. They were teasing me about my weight. I gained a few pounds, and then I said, "Well, I would look like Miss Skinny between Mel Turpin and uh, and Lonnie Shelton." And Lonnie Shelton read this. Oh my God! He just he he just had a, ven, a vendetta against me. And one of, them, one of them, even before then, it was like when we played uh, Seattle, when Lion Shelton was with Seattle and I was with the Celtics, Lion Shelton was just like, M- for whatever reason, you just come at me. And I told him, I said, he was like, at that time, he was about 6'8", maybe 6'8", six, 6'9", six, maybe 290, something like that, and just chiseled. So my brain was, you know, here I was, 6'8", 225. Right. So, I wasn't going to beat this guy down, but I gave him a warning. I sent him a message. I said, Every time you hit me, I'm knocking one of these asses out on your team. One of these assholes is going to get knocked out. <laughs> what did he say? So, he was like, Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, he hit me. First thing he did, um, hand slick, play with him, comes through the lane, set a pick. Whew, I just unloaded, knocked, it, knocked him down. They're carrying him off the floor. And Lonnie's saying to him, It's okay. That's all right, hands. I'll get it back for you. I said, I told Trillium again, Lonnie, I'll tell you one more time. Every time you hit me, it ain't going to go at you, but it's going to rain downhill. I don't don't care how poop comes downhill. That's what's going to happen to your teammates. So we, you know, they lost a couple of bodies. And I'm <laughs> yeah. sure that the message probably went out like, "Yo, dude, just, you yeah. might wanna." Yo, Bobby, yeah, 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 yeah. This team. I'm
0: one like, Yo, can you, you yeah, chillin'? Yeah, stop, this, stop messing with that dude. This dude, dude
1: right he, he don't, he don't care. He don't care about, he don't care about us. He care about you, but he don't care about us. <laughs> right. So you know, I, I do remember that. The, the thing that's really interesting when, and we'll kind of digress and talk about Kermit Washington again was Kermit Washington. Never played with the Lakers again. His next game that Kermit Washington played, he was in the Boston Celtic uniform. Wow. He was practicing against me the first time he ever. I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to kill me. Turn out was the nicest guy, over the top nice. He used to get all these death threats and all these other things going along with him when he Still, came huh? in. Yeah, yeah. And then, then later on in life, I did something with him. He, he hooked me up with a lawyer and we were doing some. Some uh, malpractice stuff that the NBA had, mm. uh, no workers' comp stuff back in the uh, for the NBA, and uh, and he ended up doing something that was illegal. He was get, uh, going out and getting guys for this workers' comp thing, uh, send them over to this attorney named uh, Ron Mix, and then he would get a kickback from Ron Mix. To go into his charity, but he was spending the charity's money. Oh, so uh, I think he might be, could be, possibly in, or probably just his term probably should have ended by now. Uh, for uh, so he, he went to yeah, jail. Yeah, he or? went to jail for a little bit. Oh, wow. So when was the last time you talked to him? <laughs> That was the last time I talked to him when I did when he directed one, you to his lawyer. Yeah, when I directed me to his lawyer. That's the last time I talked to him. And then the next time I did it started hearing these these rumors. It was myself. I know he did it with uh Jojo White was mm-hmm. another person he he uh, directed towards uh uh that attorney. So it was it was pretty wild hearing that what he had done
0: and the fact that he had to go to jail. What's the craziest fight you ever been a part of? Maybe not a part of, but one a team you played for that that you that you went through.
1: Um, probably the Doctor J, Larry Bird fight. Oh yeah, and I was I was I was, I was halfway in the middle of that because oh, Larry was was killing Doc. I mean, he was scoring, talking noise, and Doc. Got, that's the first time I saw Doc get frustrated. But was that when you held Charles Barkley? Oh well what happened first was the you two that last two, year. yeah the two got together and they were choking each other right and there That's was the Doc, iconic, Doc, the iconic Doc yeah. picture of the Doc, yeah. Doc had Doc had big Larry. hands yeah, yeah. and um, and then I came up and grabbed Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley had grabbed Larry from behind mm-hmm. and had his hands locked down and Doc was in front of him with them big hands and he planted three good ones Damn. right in the front but like boom boom <laughs> Jabs and I was trying to hold Barkley and Barkley flung me. I went flying, but that was probably one of the craziest fights that you know. I think that I was involved in, and even today when Barkley uh, was a big
0: dude, huh?
1: even today, um, Doctor J nor Larry Bird will sign that picture. A lot of people want that picture to get autographed. Neither one of those guys will sign that picture. So, so it's just kind of crazy thinking about.
0: How yeah, was how yeah. their how's their relationship?
1: I you know I don't know what their relationship is. I saw Doc well, Larry always keeps to himself. Yeah, like Larry I saw really yeah I saw Doc much. about Doc about three months ago. I had a chance to talk to him, and you know he he always almost seeks me out now because of old combatants. Mm. Uh, and uh, we just talked for a bit, but we I don't think I've ever. Had, and next time I I will definitely ask him what you know
0: what happened and why that transpired to me. It's miles in the palace by a mile. I mean, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We had other fights here and there, at least from my era since I've been watching the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Childs and Kobe Bryant—that was a good one. Two piece. That gave him the two piece real quick. He caught him by surprise. I'll well, never take a look at Kobe's because face. because Kobe when he got didn't, him in the chin the way he did.
1: Yeah, Kobe didn't expect Chris. Yeah, that's what I'm Childs. saying. That was, that was the last yeah. time when guys
0: weren't hitting he each other. He didn't know other. that Chris Childs and, was a real and, one. And, and he got Chris the Childs piece. was like, "Yeah,
1: you know, boom, boom." You know, it was one of those. Times. <laughs> and Kobe like just stunned like, like, what they, they, we ain't going to hit nobody in the NBA no more, and especially not hitting the superstar. So
0: it was just kind of crazy to see those two. Look right me Chris Child nodding his head up and down. Yeah, yeah, I did that shit yeah, 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 I, did yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. you want whatever you want to say, I got you. That definitely wasn't his first fight. Yeah, but the Malice in the Palace, that was that was as bizarre. That's what changed of, everything. Saying, yeah, that. Uh, I looked at and you know about guys punching and going in stands and getting mad at fans and and I don't and everybody wants to blame Ron Artest for that but if you really look at it, Ron Artest had done whatever he he did he had done, and he went and laid over there on the table, Mm. and then all of
0: a sudden he was trying to calm himself down.
1: Somebody
0: from the crowd
1: ended up throwing a cup of ice, and the ice hit him, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) he went berserk (laughs) oh my
0: gosh he went up in that stand you know who else went berserk yeah. Steven Jackson Steven Jackson <laughs> Steven Jackson was laying dudes out,
1: whooping ass they were <laughs> oh my god I was he, like if you weren't careful he would have yeah, hit one of his teammates he, oh, he was just anybody was in front was, of him was when, getting it then he, Jermaine he, O'Neal then the other guy comes on the court oh, Jermaine he O'Neal, wants to fight Clarkson Jermaine on O'Neal on the court. And, yeah. and the dude oh, like man. dude I forgot yeah, about Jermaine that. hits him with a solid punch and the dude he don't even go down he just takes it I'm like oh my god and they just And then then trying to get the players off the floor and, you know, throwing uh, um, what they did was throwing, you know, cups and anything they could at the players and just, you know, and to this day, I mean, we might have to look it up, but I don't know who won that game. (laughs)
0: No, they called it off. Yeah, called it off. Who was winning, yeah. Who won it? They called called it off, but I know the NBA had to finish the game. It was a 13-point lead. It was a significant lead. I want to say. They had to finish the game. I want to say Detroit had to. No, Detroit had to lead. See, I don't even know. That was the only game in NBA history that just ended. That's what it I'm n- saying. It never continued. There was n- that was it.
1: Yeah. It was like, no, we ain't, gonna, we ain't playing no more. That's <laughs> everyone, it. Everyone Let's go home. Go home. Go home. Fans go home. Players go home. Go home. <laughs> go home. So that was crazy. <laughs> I got to look this up. I'm curious.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Let's Who see. won that game? i will have to look it up. What's mm-hmm. another one? Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting another one. At least for me. I mean, Alonzo Moore and Larry Johnson was kind of a fight. They were like, uh, it was like a slap fight. Yeah, Alonzo was, was trying to throw some punches, but
1: well, Larry, both of those guys, and, and the great, crazy thing about it was they played together. Yeah, yeah Charlotte they played days. together in Charlotte. Yeah, so there had to be a brewing hatred between those two guys. But you know, the Carl Malone, uh, you know, elbow. Uh, paces
0: were up. paces were up in yeah. that game. Yeah. It just ended like that, ninety two to eighty seven. So they no played oh, anymore. Ninety seven to eighty two. It's called the game. They the called pa- the game. So paces won. <laughs> paces won. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't see. I never. Oh, there was
0: forty five seconds left. What? I thought there was like four minutes. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I thought there was forty five seconds. Too. Oh yeah. Of course, yeah. there was no brain. Everyone gonna get, get out of here. Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't. I never knew that. and yeah. so I was like, I wonder who won that game. <laughs> so it was crazy. All I know is that. Steven Jackson and Ron Artest, they talk about, and I think Steven Jackson in particular, he said that fight cost him $5 million. Yeah, he said this
0: recently. That's right.
1: Yeah, I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Yeah. Can you imagine that, you know, a fight's going to cost you that much money, right. especially during his era? And that, right. was, that was a good salary for a lot of guys. What were you going to say about Alonzo and uh, Well, Alonzo and uh, Lambert. It, it's just that they didn't like each other. And I think that brood went from being teammates. Uh, and Larry Johnson was kind of looked at as the man and Lorenzo uh, he came in morning came in and um I remember Morning ended up leaving Charlotte, yeah, going to, to Miami. Miami.
0: He signed a big contract in Miami. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I don't think that Larry Johnson ever forgave him for leaving him in Charlotte. Yeah. Because, you know, they had a pretty good – I had a, a squad. Pretty good squad. Yeah, we had know? Mashburn. They had, they had Kendall, Gill, Kendall Gill. Kendall Gill. at the time and uh, uh, Morning, Joe and, Curry. And, and, yeah. Muggsy Bose. Muggsy Bows, yeah. Uh, Muxy Bowes. Muxy Bowes, yeah, yeah. They, had, they
0: had a nice little squad. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Johnson – I feel like his later years, man. Like he kind of had this resurgence with the Knicks, and I, and I was I was rooting for them. Obviously, they came up short, but they they had Patrick Ewing was hurt. He came in at the end of the NBA Finals against the uh, against the, mm-hmm, the Lakers. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's a fun team to watch, man. Sprewell's
1: on that. Well, team. Well, I think that's the closest we can think about the Knicks possibly getting there. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, for and sure. I
1: think that was a year that they. They won or they beat somebody, and they end up running into a one in that group. And mm-hmm. you know, that a one was just too much for him. but you know, oh no, you know
0: what? Yeah, you're thinking of that one. I'm thinking of, um, I said Lakers, no, it was uh, it was the Spurs. Oh, yeah, that was the first one, yeah, of that era. Cause you, yeah, and that could have been that could have been the year
1: it was shortened. This that was the short season, Yep,
0: that, so, Paul, Paul Pierce's rookie year. Yeah, yeah that so, was the lockout season.
1: Yeah, so I think that you still got you know a bunch of craziness which is involved, in in the the, the league and the animosity and players. But they always say that about the Knicks. When the Knicks are healthy, to me the NBA is healthy. Right now the Knicks are healthy, mm-hmm. and this is a team a franchise which has really gone downhill. Considering you go in there. Every game is so out, yeah. and, you know, the fans are so hungry. You see, see the a, easy, a you winner, see celebrities win. yeah. it's just like, wow. They're saying, let's go
0: next year. Okay.
1: Your <laughs> <laughs> boy Spike Lee is always there, so.
0: <laughs> he still goes, yeah? too. Huh? All right. Who's uh, who's the toughest guys in the league right now? Is it Embiid? <laughs> Does he take the cake right now because of what happened? You know uh, it's hard to say because we don't see these. Uh, I don't see altercations. Well, like I don't we used to. know.
1: The toughness of Warren in this league. I mean, Jimmy Butler portrays that he is one of the toughest guys around. And say, I don't know. I mean, uh, there there are guys who take it to another level, but but nobody in that vein. You think about, you know, Draymond Green. Is he a tough guy? No, he's not Okay, he ain't tough. Okay, he. Is that the guy that, you know, Golden State, he's their, he's their enforcer? Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll kung fu kick you in a minute. He's done that to get him, you know. So I don't know who you
0: look at and going, wow, it's Kevin Durant? I feel like you have to think about, like, the – see, that's the thing. It's, it's not a, it's not one of the elite guys. It's not, not an all-star. Like, uh, I don't know, one person that comes to mind is, like, Marcus Morris or someone like one of those guys that's just, like, a scrapper who you know if you push that button, I like think he's, he's you ready know to what?
1: go. Now, two two guys you think I'd think be ready to go will be the Morris brothers. Exactly, the Mars brothers—they're about to I, life. I, I told him, yeah. I, <laughs> I I told I told him when he was here. I said I told his dad. I had a chance to talk to his dad. I said, Let me tell you something. Oh, his dad came to the game. Yes, yeah, dad came That's to the game. Son. I said I would never turn my back on either one of your sons. I had to keep him, I had to keep my eye right on them. I <laughs> <laughs> don't trust them. <laughs> and I said it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And you know even. In the game that you just saw, that um, the Knicks barely lost, but Morris was a big time. You <laughs> said that <laughs> was, was a big time in that game. Yeah. you know, of knocking down shots because he's just he's just a night. Nice, he's a he's a tough player. He's he's goody, Yeah, and, and I
0: like that about him Mr. a player. Yeah, me too. I'm a huge fan of Morris. Huge fan.
1: But I don't think, and it's really funny, I don't think he got his kind of credit until he came with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And when he he got that reputation of that, he's gonna get that reputation with the Knicks because he's gonna be that kind of player, scoring wise. Well, we, if you
0: remember when he first came to the Celtics, he was he was going to court. He couldn't join the team because he had to, he had to fight that case. Uh, what, what happened with his. Uh, his mother's boyfriend, or something, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, him and yeah. his brother roughed yeah. him up, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and uh, he was, he was facing possible jail time. So, yeah. once that got out the way, he joined the team. And I thought it was a little awkward at first because you know, people know what's going on, and it was like that two or three week span where he wasn't with the team, so he kind of didn't know his place. But once he carved out that role, yeah, you just knew what he meant for that team, and then of course, guys went down. He stepped up big time in the playoffs. You know, you were on that stage where you didn't necessarily see him when he was with Phoenix or when he was with Detroit. You know, he wasn't on that grand stage all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, the, the, that run that they put together. Mm-hmm. So he was a big part of that. Big, yeah. big uh, locker room guy as mm-hmm. well. But um, I was also surprised that uh, something didn't call him. You know, he was a little offended by that. I'm not surprised that something didn't find a deal for him because we know the salary cap situation was tough for them over the summer. But I was surprised they didn't call him just to say, like, hey, you know. We we'll going in another direction. Thank you for everything you've done from a from a respect standpoint. Exactly,
1: I think that could have been done. Like, right. okay, you know, we've decided to go in another direction. Like this guy I, I, I wish, that, I wish, it. I wish that that happened because I think he deserved that for the mm-hmm. years he played here and the blood, sweat, and tears that yeah, and I think he deserved that. Just a call, right? You know I'm saying this is this is direction that you know we decided to go in. But you look at this team; you knew that they weren't going in that direction because they got Jalen. Mm-hmm. In, in, that, in, in that situation. just uh, so Scott Kemba got a lock him. Up. Yeah, yeah, and you're, you're looking at what what are they going to do with some money right now for Jason Tatum? Yeah. So I think that they're looking at their forwards and they already had Gordon Hayward. Right. So where are you going to come up with that kind of money? Exactly. Like the Knicks and then that was a deal he had with um, 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 San Antonio. First. Yeah, he bought 20 him. million for two years. Yeah. And he said in the next turnaround they, they gave him one year for 15. 15, yeah. So, that's one of those deals I think you can kind of look at. And it might work out well for him. I think eventually in the end, I think he's going to get paid oh, absolutely. wherever it is. Because you, there's scoring in this league,
0: it's a premium. Oh, absolutely. It becomes
1: a premium. Um, also,
0: look at the free agency class. I mean, he'd be... Not at the very top, but he's up there well, I once he wants his contract. Yeah,
1: I think one of the things that happens, though, and that you don't look at and people don't realize is that that $20 million in Texas was more than that. Because what then people say, like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is there's no state income tax no in Texas. Tax, yeah. So I remember getting a check one time from when I played with the Houston Rockets. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is a state income tax and in this. this is a really good deal because you see, you know, you, you see seeing that state tax <laughs> yeah. and that federal, federal tax they yeah. go together, but yeah. there was a big zero besides state. I was like, wow! So guys who are playing mm. in Miami, guys who are playing in Houston, who are playing in Dallas, who are playing in San Antonio, those deals are you know having to be a
0: little bit more a little bit more lucrative mm-hmm. because you don't have state income yeah. tax. That's true. I think about it like that. That's probably how Pop was looking at it. Mm. Pop it is just like, man, I try to. We could have done something good here, you know? It's well,
1: too bad. you know, you look at him via going there, I think San Antonio is a very talented team. And we'll get a chance to see him coming up here, but uh, Marshall Marsh would have fit in well with the uh the attitude, the mm-hmm. gritty, mm-hmm. determined attitude and you have Aldridge there already and if you you had if he had come in and played in that role. I think it would it would would have given him even more stability. Mm-hmm. You know, The Rosen, these are gritty guys who play hard, and I think that um, you know if you'd had Morris in that situation, I think it, it would have been
0: uh, that much better. Yeah, it would have fit in nicely. But well, I'm with you, man. Not a lot of tough guys in the NBA. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I think I think we can both the big agree with that.
1: girls it. love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody. Give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth.